So here's my question to you. Do you think that we do better shows after we've been having an interesting, long conversation before we turn on Mr. Microphone? Do you think we do better shows after that? I don't know. I think we do. I would probably say that we do just because our, our minds are already... We're all warmed up. That we're all warmed up. Our yeah. brains are warmed up. Our brains are warmed up. It's 8.46 a.m. Saturday, June the 30th, 2018. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we have been having an interesting conversation. Yes, and it's certainly been wide-ranging. It has and been quite wide-ranging. It's gone from, you know, literature to, you know, the structure of the cosmos and the genetic systems and, you know. Capitalism. Capitalism, chromosomes, you know, uh, evolutionary processes. I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip. Sociological implications. <laughs> you name it. Ah, ham and eggs. We've been there. <laughs> it's lucky we lived through it. I'm, <laughs> my lord, I'm happy to be alive. That's why the show is so much more dynamic. It's the joy of living that we survived it. Mental conflagration. Okay. Sorry. I still have a little bit of a cough if I laugh really hard. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine. As per usual, it's been a hectic morning here in Lake Amphetamine. But, uh... It's been a particularly hectic week for me at work, and that's part of the the conversation that we had this morning as well. It's true. Um, it's always this way during June, and but at a certain point this week, I really went into a a bit of a downturn because you just get tired, you yeah, know. If yeah. you're mentally tired, and but then the next day I felt much better. And I decided that the things that you really need when you're under great stress is something that will really make you laugh hard. Hmm. And sleep, of course. Yeah. Well, and just supportive people who care about you. So, I think and I had laughter is a lot like crying. I think they're very close in terms of their physical effect. Yeah. yeah. So I would agree with you completely. Laughter is exceedingly important for mental health. But as I was telling Bill this morning, I'm in the quite unusual situation now of when I'm at work that the group of managers, we have several managers at the in my area, and they all check in on you. They never say that they are checking in on you. But it's quite obvious that they are trying to make sure you're okay. And is don't there you, anything they can do? Don't you check in on them, too, though? Oh, yeah. 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 That's what I was saying I about mean, checking your, your, on... your workplace is, uh, is a model uh, for how things can work well. Yeah. You know? It I've doesn't never... surprise me that it's all women. <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, it seems perfectly in keeping with how you describe it and it's and the way it works so effectively that it's all women. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone with that. I'm because <laughs> I'm registering offense within my own self as I say these things. 
Are you offended by your own I'm self? I'm offended by the reality. I'm offended by reality in a lot of ways. So that's where my sense of offense comes in. I think I'm affected by what I perceive men can't do, that women seem to do completely naturally. You know, it seems like a, that's a that's the fundamental offense I feel when I say something like that, even though I know it's true and I own I own the the reality of the situation. Well, I don't know whether this particular office uh, of all women is a unique grouping of all women. Uh, well, I think you've got that 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 layer going for you guys there too, yeah. Because you, it's designed for an elite group of subject matter experts to create the systems by which the entire university is going to be operating, probably for the next twenty years or so, or maybe only ten because of the acceleration of technology. Uh, what lasted thirty three years under the last technological level may only last ten under this one. But what I notice is at a meeting that no one is trying to claim knowledge that they don't have uh, or try to puff themselves up in any way. Because there's no need to. The the way the, uh, the workplace is structured, there is no sense of that kind of hierarchical or achievement based promotion or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. If somebody wants to get a better job, they're probably going to leave ABC Shared Services. Right. And there's a lot of younger people in the office who at some point probably will because that's the, they're on the ascent. But the office itself and the, 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 way it, the way the business is set up, everybody is a team, everybody works together, everybody shares their victories and their defeats and their setbacks and their you know, advances, and it's all about making things work better down the road. Well, when I was young, there was a movie out uh, called How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Yeah. And it was all about a very cutthroat yeah. uh, I've seen that style. movie That's a long time ago. I always remember that movie because a guy basically tries to go from the mailroom up to a very top uh, situation by just doing underhanded things to create the image that he could do the job. And... Right. Uh, and that's the thing that I feel is not a part of a team yeah. situation. You're not trying to undermine somebody the, so that you the can... The people that you've known in your work life who work harder at not working yeah. than they would need to work to work. Yeah. You know, they could do the job well and expend less energy than they expend on trying to make themselves look like they're doing more than they actually are, you know. It's but anyway, I don't, I don't mean to rattle on around about work, but that was... A lot of what my week was about. Yeah. And, <clears throat> of course, we don't, we purposefully don't talk about the geopolitical sphere, but that it's, was... It gets a lot of airtime here in the house. Yes. But we don't usually turn the recorder on during those portions of the conversation because that's not how we identify the Bill and Diane show. However, that so, that was one of the parts that brought me down this So, week. yeah. So I spend I, I've made an alliance this week. Uh, as I'm recording this new album, I decided that I want some other ideas than my own. So I called our friend Kat Eggleston on the electronic telephone and asked her if she would take a pass uh, uh, through these songs and again 
give me any ideas she might have, just to put into the mix. And she was very responsive, immediately, which was delightful. It made me feel, uh, you know, less isolated and like what I'm doing with my life and this part of my life is actually something that's worthwhile doing, <clears throat> which is a hard thing to, to keep apprised of using the metrics of contemporary society and the metrics that I have used for most of my working life. So it was affirming. I f I'm, I'm like surrounded by powerful and incredibly inspiring women in this part of my life. And I'm just like, wow. I feel like I'm in a perpetual state of wow. Because, you know, I was just sitting here. I was just in the back singing. And all of a sudden, woo. Anyway, so I'm, well, happy, I'm happy to have Kat's ideas because I, you know, not that I don't necessarily trust my own, but I feel like, you know, but my ideas are driven by factors that maybe are not the best for what the album's going to eventually sound like. So why not get another set of ideas? It's like, you know, you've got, you write the first draft of your novel and you send it to five people you trust to, to get their feedback on it, then you do a revision. Well, I still remember when you were telling me about Kat's contribution to... Phobia Robes. Phobia Robes. Which and... was 30 years ago this year. And that you had it in mind that David and she sent you out while she worked through some... That was the harmony part on Meet of a Dream, yeah. Yeah, some complex David harmonies. David did, the, did the, all the, did the musical arrangement for Old Town on that album, too. I was just posting some of those songs up to Facebook this week as individual songs, and I, I like that record. I've it was a fantastic I've, I've been record. It, it is for years, a fantastic but, and, but, you know, there's a couple of tracks on it that I just cannot stomach because of choices I made at that time to economize and it just sounds completely weird like go the song go when I listen to that now it's like oh, <laughs> oh. because I instead of having real instruments I had David play a, a synthesizer pass and this weird cheesy sounding 1980s keyboard patch that I'm sure David was cringing as he played it. But this is what the client wants, you know. <laughs> and I listen to it now, I'm just like, wow. So if I ever make another record, I'm going to have to redo Go also, because I just, ugh, man. What Phobia, were we talking about? Phobia Ropes is one of my favorite uh, yeah. CDs for a long time. And well, I like the songs, and that's why I've been posting some of them, like Old Dragon's Passing Over. I like that song. I'm, I don't think I would play it now. I don't think it's relevant to me anymore uh, in the way it was then. But Well, there it, are a lot of songs that I loved from your... It's not a bad song. <clears throat> from your past that uh, you don't play very much anymore. Like, yeah. Write You on My Wall. I always liked that song. Yeah. That one I don't think I can play anymore. What? Why is that? That is guitar it... part in it. I mean, I can... It's just that little intro, the that I used to play. I don't think my hand works that way anymore. Yeah. So I'd have to change the arrangement of it. But it's also, that's a that's that's a 30-year-old guy's song. More than a lot of the songs in the record, like Comfort yeah. or Sacred Ground or, you know. 
songs like that. Well, Sacred Ground is one of my favorites of yours ever. Yeah, but I don't really like the way it's done on that record too. I like the way Sacred Ground sounds on Lifelike with Ray playing drums on it. Well, I I feel as an audience member of the Victory Golden Years that whenever any of the players did a song together like you having Cat on your album or Neil Woodall had Cat and Janice, Janice and Heidi and, yeah. and, Heidi and, uh, and I had Janice and Heidi and Amy on the water dance too. Yeah. and Jim and Hal it's like when I work with my friends I know what I'm I know I. these are people I, who's, who's perspective I know well enough that I trust completely what they will say to me even though I may not do everything they suggest or something like that I know that their ideas will be of value to me and they will light up something in my head that wouldn't have lit up but it but as an audience member from those times it was almost like the equivalent of James Taylor and Paul Simon and you know a lot of different people that you you really loved getting together yeah. and adding uh, their special. <laughs> For me, it's like a, an entire cycle of thinking. Well, yeah, I use these people because they're the only ones I know. It's come it's come full circle to the place where I'm saying, no, I use these people because they're the only ones I trust. <laughs> well, I, not and, only and just to, that you trust them. And but... why do I know them so well if I if I don't appreciate them or recognize something in them or you know? So even when I was working with them when I was young. I was working with them because they were good, <laughs> not because they were the only people I knew. I knew good people. I know. You know. And I've continued to know good people. And it's just so, the th- when I was thinking of talking to Kat, I was saying, why am I resistant? Well, I don't want to occupy her time with something that isn't hers because she has her own creative life to be lived, you know. And, and yet, and then I'd say, yeah, but if it was Kat asking me, I would jump at the chance to just have a long conversation with Kat about songs, you know. So why do I think she wouldn't be interested in in uh, taking a deep listen to my songs and, and seeing what occurred to her as just an exercise? So Kat is also recording at this time. I know time. she is. And that's what I'm saying. Is and that, you sent me the the. She said she was going to send me some of the tracks. She said she has about four tracks that she thinks are in a good place, and so she was going to send them to me, and she's only oh, sent me one wow. so far. Wow, that, the Cyclone line. Yeah. That is such a powerful song. Mm-hmm. And I get to just be in this situation of yeah. listening to everybody's yeah, yeah. songs and being total. So the arc of this week for me was reestablishing a sense of personal value. Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. Uh, because when the weather gets warm, I get weird. You boy. I don't want to be weird. That's good coffee. I want to get better at being weird is what I want. I want to be weird, but I want to be good at it. I don't want to be uh, down weird. I want to be up weird. Upwardly weird. Yes, that's the kind of accomplishment I'm interested in. And the arc of my week has been working quite hard and even into the evenings and over the weekends but um feeling grateful for being part of a team that doesn't make my job i mean it makes my job a pleasure 
even when I'm working very hard. It's where work. It's the way workplaces should be put together because no matter how the workplace is structured, everybody who has a job now is being asked to do more under more pressure than any previous generation. So, with a, if a workplace is structured to be a nurturing environment rather than a place of of competition and conflict and you know or blame and shame yeah it, you know if you're not using war metaphors to describe your workplace it's going to be a better environment to work in yeah and you're going to get better productivity out of your people if they're working together than if they're working separately in in a state of fear you know but i've also Part of my arc of the week was listening to Farron's music again. Yeah, that was your kind of your go-to comfort uh, music. Yeah, week. I don't know what it is about She's her music ex- that her just... Her music is soothing, is what it it's is. It's soothing. It is dense and complex, but it is, it is ultimately wistful and soothing. I mean, when you look at a, a song title like Ain't Life a Brook. Yeah. You know, or Girl on a Road. You know, even her titles, there's something soothing about her music, even though it delves into some pretty intense areas. Well, the reason why I first went to her is because of the geopolitical climate. There's a a song by Farron that has been my go-to song whenever I'm... uh, when I've had it up to here with what's going on in the world. And it's called It Won't Take Long. We've actually featured it on our show before um, because it it's so wise and it talks about it from the very opening lines it's talking about how our ways in <clears throat> in defining our world by uh, gold being the power was foolish and uh, and it also is talking about uh, sort of a nonviolent revolution uh, and I really always go to that song when I'm feeling overwhelmed yeah. by what's happening in the world but then I was listening to uh, the the very first record I ever heard by Farron was when I was with Victory Music and I was asked to review uh, Shadows on a Dime and I fell in love with the album played it incessantly I just uh, wanted to listen to it all the time yeah. and uh, this time even more uh, it won't take long is on that album uh, that was one of the first songs that drew me to Farron but uh, the title song was really haunting me this week um, because I don't know. I just think Farron is an incredible storyteller. Yeah. And I find her to be a real truthful storyteller and um, a wise woman. Right. And her sense of phrasing uh, and her sense of melody are unique. Yeah. And, you know, it's, just, it's a unique voice and it's a unique perspective that she takes on things. And uh, it, it is soothing because it's soothing even to think, wow, people think about this stuff too. Right. You know, 
this is this is these kinds of thoughts are available in the world because you you when a person presents their perspective in such with such eloquence you know it's just like wow it's like it opens up a new room in what you thought of of as art you know it's like it's a whole new little area so i asked bill whether we could feature Farron's songs because they've been oh is that where you were going with this yeah oh so we're going to do shadows on a dime and uh, ain't life a brook ain't life a brook (laughs) isn't that cool how that turned out been a good week. This window makes a perfect frame for New England leaves like painted rain. They hold me as I hold this train, all shadows on a dime. You move forward fast by holding back. You gauge your steps and you don't look slack. Me, I'm looking backward down that track to see us dreamers in our prime. I poured my soul in Santa Cruz. I ate all night next day, I lost my shoes. It's so optional what you may or may not lose in this pattern we call time. Fifteen years ago, I worked the line. With a thousand more I'll do in time While a foreman smiled complicit crime We were strangers to the plan An old, old woman ran the gears She couldn't mow They said she'd been there 40 years I think that's rude Cause 40 years is 40 years And I was only 15 then And the work waged war upon our backs And we gauged our steps And we didn't look slack And one day the old woman didn't come back I couldn't work so well and they let me go But I don't forget about the factory I don't expect this ride to always be Can I give you what you want to see? Will we do it one more time? Ten years I've worn this guitar down Its ivory whites are now mustard brown Its face bears cracks from every town Still it resonates with ease where would I be without its ring? Who would I be if I didn't sing? For half a chance you spare nothing A tethered bird to a tethered cage Sing to you to feed the dream I call to you though it's a muted scream Where one-on-one projected beams Translucent future BRC. Five years of bliss since she warmed my side She is my gift of love and cried With her level look she is my guide A spirit on the wing Our love has jostled like this train Or like the moon to wax and wane But to know somebody worth a strain I have one gift to bring I cried for her then I let her down she let me go and then we came around And I felt us new and I felt the ground And I felt myself believing And now a tired conductor passes by He takes my ticket with a sigh I don't think he meant to catch my eye But he doesn't turn away He says I have a daughter as old as you And there's really nothing anyone else can do Do you play guitar? What good for you? Me, I play the violin I imagine him with his hair jet black 
Busy hide his fiddle in the back He gauged his words as the train went slack The New York train stops here And I don't forget about the factory I don't expect this ride to always be Can I give you what you want to see? Let me do it twice The second time for me These windows make a perfect frame For New York villains like upright trains They hold me as I hold the rain All shadows on a dime that ride. <laughs> I'd actually hardly ever been to California and I'd never been to New York. <sighs> From my little Saturn Island to Penn Station, it was like incredible. Everybody wanted to hold your bags. song for all of you who maybe were in a bad thing and got out of it and, and knew it. And some of you were in a good thing and you got out of it and you didn't know it. That is a drag. That's called remorse. And totally this is a song for anybody who's in a good thing and does know it. you reading a book I get to thinking our love's a polished stone you're giving me a long drawn look I know pretty soon you're gonna leave our home and of course I might especially when I'm thinking from my heart but life don't click it it clack down a straight line track it come together and it come apart you say you hope I'm not the kind to make you feel obliged to go Taking through your time with a pain Look in your eyes You're giving me the furniture We'll divide the photographs Go out to dinner one more time Have ourselves a bottle of wine And a couple of laughs And when first you left I stayed so sad I wouldn't sleep I know that love's a gift I thought yours was mine And something that I could keep Now I realize Time is not the only compromise A bird in the hand Could be an all-night stand Between a blazing fire And a pocket of skies And so I hope I'm not the kind to make you feel obliged to go Taking through your time with a pain Look in your eyes 
that cover the furniture I frame the photographs Went out to dinner one more time Had myself a bottle of wine And a couple of laughs And just the other day I got your letter in the mail I'm happy for you, it's been so long You've been wanting a cabin and a backwoods trail And I think that's great <laughs> Me, I seem to find myself in school It's all okay, I just wanna say I'm so relieved we didn't do it cruel But ain't life a brook Just when I get to feeling like a polished stone I get me a long, drawn look it's kind of a drag to find yourself alone And sometimes I mind Especially when I'm waiting on your heart But life don't click it, it clack down A straight line track, it come together and it come apart Cause I know you're not the kind To make me feel obliged to go Ticking through my time with a pain Look in my I sold the furniture I put away the photographs Went out to dinner one last time Had myself a bottle of wine And a couple of laughs But wasn't it fun? 